Welcome or welcome back to the Neville Goddard Podcast. My name is Mr. 2020. This is a bonus episode, 27th of December, 2022. We're going to talk about the massive gap between daydreaming and feeling it real because daydreaming isn't going to get you anywhere. It sure is going to feel good. You're going to learn there's two kinds of daydreams. Most people tend to daydream and went out of these two. And, uh, you're also going to learn the ultimate solution and why people often choose daydreaming versus feeling it real. By the way, here's a hint. Daydreaming is safe. <laughs> feeling it real stretches you. And I can promise you this, though. If you're willing to stretch, you're going to soar to new heights. Think like an eagle. The eagle has to stretch his wings so those invisible wind currents carry him higher and higher. Alrighty, let's start stretching, let's start soaring, let's stop daydreaming and start really feeling it real in a way that works. This is the voice of Mr. 2020. Let's dive in. Alright, so this is going to be so good. Let's call this a bonus episode of the Neville Goddard Podcast. Let's dive in. What is the difference between daydreaming and feeling it real? Ready? Daydreaming is looking at an outfit on a rack in a store. Wow. And just, um, I'd be so cool in that outfit on the rack in a store. Feels good, doesn't it? Right? And then the storekeeper comes over. Yeah. Hey, do you want to try it on? No, 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 no. See, daydreaming, I mean, you look at the outfit and it's like, I'd be so cool in that outfit. But when it comes to trying it on, you don't. Because you know what happens. You see, when you try on an outfit that isn't yours, it doesn't feel natural at first. It might look spiffy. You look in the mirror, you see you. <laughs> it might look and feel spiffy, but it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like it's yours. See, this is one of the big secrets. You have to try it on until it becomes yours. You get to move around in it. This is why Neville talked about, this is like a new suit of clothing. You put on a new suit jacket, it doesn't feel like it's you. You put on a new pair of shoes, they don't feel like they're you at first. See, I'll give you one of my secrets, right? So, I bought new Ugg slippers. They're like sheep line slippers. I'm nuts about the damn things. I bought two pair, and I alternate. One pair is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The other pair is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then I just mix them up on Sunday. You get to try on. See, if you date, you can have a lot of different daydreams. A lot of people I know have the same daydream, the same daydream. I'd be so cool and spiffy in that outfit. It feels good. Some people have thousands of different outfits that they imagine putting on. I could be an astronaut. I could be a submarine driver. I could be an orange picker. I mean, they just imagine up the weirdest things, right? As distractions. But if you want to determine your destination, you have to actually feel it real. You have to keep returning to a dwelling place. Hint. Identity-based manifesting meets procrastination. People procrastinate. It's that, it's that cool little saying Grandpa used to say. It was something like, uh, you know, you'll choose the devil you know versus the savior that you are. Or maybe I said that. He said something a little different. But people will choose the devil that they know, otherwise known as a daydream. Because daydreams feel good, Mr. 20. 
See, the savior that you are, awareness of being is God. Consciousness is the only reality. You get to become conscious from the state of your wish fulfilled. Do you think I always had a great voice and was fantastic at podcasting and business? I wasn't. I went broke more times than people can imagine. And the way my voice sounded 15, 20 years ago, I got punched in the throat when I was in the riot. It destroyed half my voice box. You wouldn't know, would you? See, here's the fun thing. The state that you most commonly return to is your dwelling place. You keep putting on that suit of clothes till it feels natural. To the degree that it feels natural. See, that determines the speed. And people do this thing, right? They try to make it up as they go along. I am a... <clears throat> I don't even like talking about this stuff. But I'm a certified master in a couple martial arts, right? I've got the paper. I also have the, the aches and the pains, right? Yeah, I've been doing this stuff for decades. And uh, here's what's really cool. A true master keeps diving deeper. A true master knows that you learn the movements so you can explore the mechanics. The movements you could watch in a video, the mechanics you can explore forever, the movements you can see. Here's the movements for the Tai Chi form. Here are the movements for this particular kata that's from Okinawa. Here's the movements of this particular Shaolin form. But it's the mechanics on the inside that matter. You learn the movements so you can get to the mechanics. That's also how we teach everything. You learn the movements so you can get to the mechanics and you can explore the mechanics forever. And I suggest that you explore the mechanics of you forever. And I suggest strongly that as you explore with scenes. You see, I started out imagining owning a BMW. And of course, I'm paying attention to the car, right? That's not what I, you, you get to know your car to the point where you know it inside and out. You don't pay attention to the details anymore. Meanwhile, I got to experience what I would experience if I owned a car, and that was my dog in the back seat. Yeah, that feels nice. What would really amp that up? My dog in the back seat at Tickle Belly Hill, doing about 10Ks over with the suggested speed limit. See, that's fun. That's ownership to me. And this is where I want you to play, because as you experiment, with your scenes, when you experiment inside your scenes, as you keep returning to a scene to find, what is the part that really just I get to explore to the point where it feels natural? That thrill of taking my puppy up and down Tickle Belly Hill, that's what brought it to the naturalness. The other thing that I imagined was sharing it with my friends. I had a shit car Volkswagen for a while, then I had no car. In other words, I just took Victoria's car every day. Because I was fed up with automobiles, couldn't decide what I wanted. Felt like a convertible, some kind of sports car. But I imagined my buddy Dead Jim. He wasn't Dead Jim at the time, he was just Jim back then, Jimbo. He was a race car driver. And when I noticed it was a BMW I wanted, I noticed Jim's reaction in my imaginal act. Oh, that's going to cost you money, right? When you get a service on that, it's going to cost you. Right, you go to BMW, it's a thousand bucks. I go to David Brown Mechanical, he does it with BMW parts, 300. Massive difference, like a third. 
But here's the cool thing. When I imagined Dead Jim, right, I imagined also being given a good mechanic. See, Dead Jim's natural reaction, that's going to cost you. That's a, they, so I imagine that. And then I imagine getting a good mechanic. I love this guy. God, he's, he's straight up. Because he loves his people. He loves cars and he loves his people. He's a natural mechanic. What do you think his hands look like? What do you think they feel like at the end of the day? If I wanted to be a mechanic, that's what I'd imagine. To the point where that felt natural. I can't imagine David. I saw a photo of him once. He was all dressed up in a suit. I'm like, wow, look at that. He goes, yeah. And I said, how'd it feel? Weird. See, it's not his thing. Wearing a suit, having nice clean hands, not his thing. Getting under the hood of a car, that's his thing. Play people to the point where it just feels natural. If you got gold today, NevilleGoddardStore.com. Go there, get that procrastination pack. Because when it comes to waiting, there's only one reason why people wait. There's multiple reasons why people get frustrated. Mostly because they haven't bought the pearl. Right? But whenever it comes to this waiting game, again, I define procrastination as in waiting to take action, waiting for action to happen. And action naturally happens both in you and around you when you're giving life to states that contain both love, loving husband, loving teacher, loving puppy, dad, and joy. I enjoy teaching. I enjoy Apple products. I enjoy my BMW. I enjoy throwing the ball for Bruce. You see, whenever you give life to states of joy and whenever you give life to states of love, and those two start to commingle. Action, both action you take and action that befalls you. All that you do and all that befalls you comes from your states. Whenever you play like we're playing, you can't help but move and be moved. You can't help but have everything that needs to move, move. Anyway, I was imagining sharing something with a friend this morning. And it was just something really cool. I wanted her to get in a new way. And what you know, another friend of mine sends me an article. Hey, I don't know if you've ever seen this. <laughs> Boom. That's exactly what I needed to share with my other friend. This is how it works. Because Happy Loving Teacher enjoys sharing things with his friends. So Happy Loving Teacher, the state of love, sharing something, actually teaching, sharing, right? A state that I enjoy. I imagine her getting some gold. Had somebody else enjoy sharing with me what I needed to share with her. This is so cool. It's so fun. And there was no waiting involved. If you're tired of waiting, get that procrastination pack at NevilleGoddardStore.com. Have a lovely day. My name is Mr. 2020. And this is the Neville Goddard Podcast. See ya.